planet Earth is engaged in a cosmic dance with the other bodies in our solar system, when a certain planet or star group comes into alignment, it is significant. We pay attention to the full moon as well as solar and lunar eclipses. Another way we may honor this relationship is to celebrate the cycle of seasons marked by June and December solstices and March and September equinoxes. Solstices and equinoxes are moments where we are able to experience increased soul growth, ask questions and receive answers, to set goals and to call energy into our path. They are celebrated so widely because of the power they have. A lot of people naturally tap into this power just by being here on planet Earth. Have you been awake all night lately? Have you been finding yourself having dreams where you are moving through houses or tunnels to get to a destination? That is a sign that your soul is on the move and that you are having a sacred cosmic experience. In this solstice special installment of Crow Medicine, I'm going to talk about the sacred nature of solstice. I'm going to tell you about the importance of these gateways for personal development. And I'm going to suggest some ways that you might like to bring this power into your own life for your benefit. Be sure to check out the links below where I have written out the affirmations, the invocations, and the intentions, as well as other instructions that I suggest that you do along with this ceremony if you feel like doing it. Otherwise, come on in, friends. Let's have a chit-chat about the power of solstice and why it matters, and most importantly, what you can do to work with it to empower and better your life. psychopomp world the procession of seasons is an integral guidepost to all that we do the alignments of this planet with the sun and the moon and the lengths of the day and the night as well as other cosmic factors that i speak about in my astrology reports are integral to marking the tone of what is happening on earth in other episodes of psychopomp stories i've talked to you about how souls travel and that people are always on the move always becoming a little more themselves well, during the solstices and equinoxes, because the Earth has been built to have a special alignment with them, which I'll explain more about in a moment, there are infinitely more people who are in the potential to have strong, positive soul healing, soul growing, soul anchoring, soul expanding experiences. As a psychopomp, one of the main things that I have done in my life is to share information with people about how they are able to tap into this to their own benefit. And so today, it's not so much a story as the episodes usually are. It's a little bit more of information, and it's a little bit more of ceremony. Or I suppose more accurately, an invitation to participate in your own personal ceremony that you do in your own space in your own time. I discuss that a little bit more towards the end of this episode, and you can also find information to it in an article that is linked in the description right along here in case you like to read about these things. So before we go any further, let's talk about the procession of equinox and solstice and why these are important. So in the tradition that I celebrate and teach, there are four signposts through which we move each cycle that gets called a calendar year. These are recognized as equinoxes and solstices, and they rotate one through the other. So equinox solstice, equinox solstice in a procession that marks seasonal transitions. So the turning of the seasons as well as 
important moments for soul growth and actualizations. Believe not, souls are also kind of on a rotational growth cycle, and the cycle of seasons, the equinoxes and solstices, are key parts of that. The solstices, marked June 21st and December 21st, are the longest and the shortest days of In the Northern Hemisphere, we have our day with most sun on June 21st and least sun or longest night on December 21st. In the Southern Hemisphere, we have the longest night on June 21st and the longest day on December 21st. Equinoxes represent phases in the cycle that have an equal amount of daylight and moonlight hours and are celebrated on March 20th and September 23rd-ish. Those are the dates for this year. They do change um, on days as the cycles rotate, so there is a little bit of variation on when equinox is, but solstices are these same days, at least for this cycle of life that we are living. Though sometimes dismissed as New Age or silly mysticism, these dates are long marked in the human tradition, meaning that people have been observing them, connecting them, and building monuments to them for a very long time. We see this in sacred sites that are spread throughout the whole entire world that are calibrated to equinox and solstice, a lot of them dating back to about 7,000 years, but there are ones that are older than that. Some can be found here in North America. You can also find lots of them in Europe, Africa, throughout Asia, and most likely Oceania because they're a civilization that has been dating back there a very long time, though I have to admit I have not personally found one. And it's very important to say that people in those spaces have related to land very differently than what became the ley line tradition that happened throughout some of the rest of the world. And that tradition is shifting too, but that is a matter for a different time. Back to solstice. I have personally visited and tuned sites in Ireland, England, France, Canada, and the United States. So part of the information that I'm relaying to you today about how these sites are important for soul sparking comes directly from the sites themselves who showed me how to work with them, and who showed me how they have worked with humans throughout history. And I'll tell you, it is a very beautiful story. Hit subscribe and come on back to this podcast. In the future, I will do features on some of these sites that I have visited. Back to this matter at hand, though. Why do these dates matter, these solstices and these equinox? On a practical material level, solstices and equinoxes mark the season. They represent benchmarks in the flow cycle of growth so when we plant and harvest food and its ebb and flow in relation to phases of earth and we as humans make ways of life along with them so of course as seasons are changing in particular when you're living in societies that are much more dependent on what can be produced in a season and thinking about what can be maintained throughout their transitions these days these dates were important calendar points to mark what we would need to do in order to be safe, in order to be healthy, in order to be nourished for the following season, but more than that, the year. From a spiritual perspective, these alignments mark are significant mark points for our own development. And this is really what the sites have shown me. They serve as powerful moments to maintain and build the loving connection between each of us and earth. So too do they represent a moment when we may work with the power of these bodies. So the sun, the moon, earth, the sites, but really just the natural connection to earth that the sites were really meant to teach us about um, to really harness that energy and bring it forward into our life for our well-being, our goals, and to help us craft our own path. So let's move right into that topic. 
What is the significance of solstice to your own personal development and how are you able to work with these alignments to benefit your life? When I teach about the solstice, the first thing I encourage people to think about are the elements and the cosmic makeup that are at play when we come into it. So if you remember when I said solstices have days of most light and days of most lunation and equinoxes have days that have about the equal part of lunation and sunshine. Let's think about what the sun and the moon can represent spiritually. In the case of the sun, that can sometimes mean soul actualization, knowledge, clarity, self-connection and actualization. We also have the moon. Moon can represent intuition, inner depths, deep communication, sacred connection. So too do we have this idea of light, so that's knowledge, and inspiration, as well as dark or night, the unseen, and the mystery. When these cosmic players come into connection with us, the landmarks, and the sacred sites that are aligned to them, we experience an amplification of their power and their ability to impact us. This is why things can sometimes feel so intense as we are leading up to solstices and equinoxes. It's because in fact, we are being gifted, delivered, some might say blasted, but I don't like that word, with more powerful cosmic factors. Those of us who are experiencing the solar heavy version of solstice, so people in the northern hemisphere right now at the time of the recording, we are having our most hours of sunlight that day, are probably going to be more likely to move through the lessons of the sun. So that would have to do with recognition, soul actualization, knowledge, clarity, self-connection, and actualization. And people who are living in places where it is the more lunar heavy version of solstice right now, so that's you in the southern hemisphere, are probably going to be experiencing the lessons of the moon more strongly. So that would have to do with cultivating your inner knowledge, dealing with your depth, intuition, deep communication, and sacred connection. Though, of course, we can experience each of these factors at any time. This is just kind of how the highlight works right now. So we are in the time of most sun. Most of us are in the mode of just getting out there and taking action. We're seeing, we're being, we're doing. We are having fun and we are making choices. When we are in the time of the most moon, we are more introspective and emotional and also, I guess, a little more willing to dive deep into the intuitive world. We are writing, planning, revisiting, and releasing. Both solar and lunar energy have an important role to play. The goal is that we get to learn to master and balance both within ourselves as we move through the cycle of the seasons. Because there is a heightened interconnectivity between the cosmic elements, there is also an increased potential to have soul-sparking experiences. Because things are so amped up during these phases, working with esoteric tools allows us to tap into this power and slingshot our personal or spiritual development in a powerful ways. So let's take a moment first, I'll talk about the alignments, and then I'm going to move into suggesting a little bit of ceremony that you might like to do if you feel like connecting to this. Astrologically speaking, the way that a solstice or equinox will work and which themes of experience they will bring up or be good to work with have to do with other alignments that are happening around them. So yes, we have the sun and yes, we have the moon and we have day and night and all of that. We also have other cosmic activities happening that will help to tone the lessons for the season along with them. So this year we have solstice on June 21st. June 21st is going to be the date throughout our lifetime cycle. On that same day, Ceres enters Libra 
and moon conjuncts and has a close approach with Venus. So Ceres and Venus and Libra are going to have something to say or a role to play in how we experience the energy this solstice. Ceres represents transitions, the harvest, mothering, and family relationships. Venus represents what many of us recognize as the feminine strand, which we also feel in lunar energy. But more than that, it also represents pleasure, money, and to some extent, the way we ground all of this in our own households. Libra stands for the scales, which we may interpret to represent balance as well as justice. When I feel into these alignments as an intuitive, as well as somebody who works with these alignments to help chart the path of how the planet is going to move in my healing activities for it, ceremony to it, um, I get the sense that this season there's going to be a highlight of the power of the intuitive world. I think that people are going to stop being afraid of themselves and they're going to be afraid, stop being afraid of it. And they're going to feel more inclined to welcome that part of themselves home and to hear the voice inside of them that has always been calling. I feel that for those who are ready, there's going to be a strong awakening of the senses. And that can also be for people whose senses are already awakening. Senses can be a lot more than just whether you are uh, able to tap into another realm or whether you are able to read energy or not. Your senses can have to do with how you are able to experience the tactile things like life on earth. And that's fun. Uh, what else is coming up? So I think that people are also going to have the opportunity to take big skill sets or moving forward in their senses of awareness if that's something that they want to focus time and attention on doing. I also feel that there is going to be great movement in terms of emotional growth on things that have long been worked, but also that some people who are not quite ready for the strength of this moon, strength of this Venus series conjunction going on on the 21st, may also feel very overwhelmed. And I also think that one of the other big lessons coming up is people are going to learn to start valuing self and others and the roles that they serve on earth. More about accepting people as who they are and learning to appreciate them for what they contribute as opposed to expecting them to meet a list of criteria that we place upon them, seeing the beauty in each person, seeing the beauty in each animal, seeing the beauty in each aspect. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we also don't have standards and that we are pushovers. Be careful with language like that. One of the other things that I feel that is going to come up is that themes relating to the balance of relationships relating to Mars and Venus that get coded as masculine and feminine, feminine that's definitely going to come um, especially more online as we move into the middle of July. On July 18th, we have a node switch happening, which is another significant thing that we only experience once every year and a half. And we are moving from Scorpio and Taurus, sorry, Taurus was in the north and Scorpio was in the south, to Aries in the north and Libra in the south. And so when we have a Libra series connection on solstice, in a lot of ways, that is also the beginning, the real signification of the beginning of the transition into that configuration. So with Aries being the north, that's ruled by Mars, and we also then have Libra in the south, which is ruled by Venus. That is why I say that the Mars-Venus uh, complementarity thing is going to start coming about. And so I released an astrology report, a seasonal astrology report, where I go in depth about all of the power of the alignments this season. I recommend you check it out. I will link it here. Having said all of that, I'm now going to relate to you some affirmations 
some invocations and some calling points that you might like to work with to harness the energy that is coming in along with this solstice season. You are to find the full list in a written article that I have affixed. Just click the description box along with this video or podcast and you will find it there. But before I get going, I will just say a little snippet about setting up a personal ceremony. A personal ceremony can happen anywhere that is comfortable and safe feeling for you. I recommend doing it either under a tree that you really like, in your office if you have a spiritual meditation space set up, in your bedroom, in the bathtub, at a lake, on a mountain. Wherever your heart feels inspired is going to be the place that is going to be right for you. Allow the creativity and the imagination to come in. One thing that I do recommend is that prior to getting into reciting these affirmations or doing anything like that is that you do ground yourself in a meditation practice. People who are students of mine, doing the energy pillar activity is the perfect way to get yourself set up for this because not only are you first aligning yourself to the crystalline core of the earth, then aligning yourself to source creator, you are putting yourself in an energy pillar that is in direct communication with that. And so you've been building your strong connection all along. This moment now where you get to operationalize it in ceremony is going to be great for you. So get in the energy pillar and know that you have a powerful connection and that your affirmations and your intentions will be heard. If you're not a student of mine, don't worry about it. You don't have to be to get a lot out of this. Take a medicine that you like. Take five minutes in breathing and a song that is powerful for you and allow yourself to come into sacred focus. Perhaps you want to do yoga practice or go for a walk first. Again, this is all about making this powerful for you and ceremony is meant to be creative and unique just like we are. So having said that, let's get into the affirmations. So after you've done your self-connection activity, after you're grounded, after you're in your cool place that you like it, you might like to read off some of these affirmations and allow them to ring forth through your energy, body, and soul. The written version of them can be found affixed in an article. Just click the expand button that goes on in the, ins- the, the uh, information that comes along with this podcast. I call forth and I connect to the power of my soul. I call forth and connect to my soul spark and sacred essence. I experience pure and clear self-connection. I recognize my creative potential and feel confident to express it. I am cultivating my highest harmonic pathway with this focused intent. I enjoy life on earth. And then you would just add in any affirmations or calling points that are meaningful to you. So choose any of those that are meaningful and let's move on to gratitude. So just as important as affirmations are the points and letting the universe know what we are happy that we have received and what has meant something to us. So for this season, I recommend, I appreciate the power and potential of my life. I am grateful for being a soul living in a body on earth. I recognize my sacred place in this universe and I thank creator, God, whatever you like to call him, for it. I appreciate and nurture my conscious awareness. I am grateful for the teachers and helpers in my life. And then I would recommend that you enter in your own gratitude points. What is going on right in your life? 
What are you really happy about? What are you doing well? Who is showing up for you? Give everyone a pat on the back with the gratitude practice. Now on to the invocation. This is really about calling energy in. I invoke the purification of my body and soul. I invoke the clarity to see myself and others as I, or we, truly are. I invoke a sacred connection to the high harmonic experience of life on this planet. I invoke the peace of forgiveness and understanding to enter into my life. I invoke clarity in decision-making. May I know what is best for me and my path. I invoke my sacred connection with animals, nature, and earth. I invoke a well-adjusted version of myself and the inspiration to cultivate a happy life on earth. And then you could think about any other state of being that you might like to experience to invoke. Go ahead and call them in, in your ceremony. The next one is intentions and goals, aspirations and personal experiences. And now that's not for me to recommend to you. Your goals, your aspirations, your intentions, that's all about you and what you think is important to life. I recommend that you think about what is important to you on a maybe one that's a personal one, like a personal relationship skill or something that you're working on perhaps one that is a professional one and perhaps one that is a creative one so that you are finding ways to be balanced. A big one for me is getting out there and grounding more joy in life and having more fun with other people. In the last two and a half years, I have lived almost exclusively in focused ceremony for planet Earth, which means I just would like wake up and do ceremony and sleep and do ceremony and Everything I did was really about the sacred focus between the planets and the cosmic connection that I talked to you about here. And now that things have improved, it means that I get to move out of serious, super focused time and have a little bit more fun, which is something I've been really looking forward to. And now I just have to retrain myself to make fun a part of the schedule and get out there and actually have it, which sounds easy. But hey, any of us who have been work in work mode, we know what it's like to make a life transition. So. What are some of the things that you out there are thinking about working on this season? I would love to hear some of your intentions. Having delivered this information, I'm going to sign off. I wanted to say thank you so much for being here. I wish you a powerful solstice. And another thing, remember that these intentions and affirmations and taking this time to focus isn't going to just pay off for right now, this solstice or equinox. This was a solstice equinox focus. However, in our current moment, we are also about to move through a node switch. So do check out that astrology report. Do check out my website. Do check out the articles and come on back for some more information soon. Thank you so much. My name is Katie Indy Crow, and I have enjoyed talking with you.